Welcome to the WFUV's What's What, a daily news podcast that offers the hot topic issues important to the New York Tri-State and includes features and interviews exclusively from the WFUV newsroom. I'm Robin Shannon. The East Coast saw the first significant snowfall of the season, although it was a little light. The wintry mix stuck to cars and streets early this morning, but by the afternoon, many were dealing with slush and clouds. Central Park recorded a little over one and a half inches. The deepest snow amounts were about half a foot northern New Jersey and parts of Connecticut. Today's snowfall ends New York's streak of 328 days without snow. According to the New York Times, that's the second longest on record since December 2020. City lawmakers want to stop New Yorkers from being discriminated against for having tattoos for their weight and for their height. The two bills being discussed ban so-called appearance-based discrimination. It's something Natasha Williams with the city council says can affect a person's employment and housing opportunities. People whose appearance does not fit certain societal standards of attractiveness, appropriate size, and personal style can also be negatively impacted by appearance-based discrimination. Williams says you shouldn't have to change your personal appearance or style to find a job or housing. The Supreme Court is looking into President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. The questions are whether canceling student loans will fuel inflation and do the Republican states that are suing actually have the legal standing to do so. Biden's plan would wipe out up to $20,000 per person with the goal of releasing the economic constraints caused by the pandemic. The program could cost $400 billion over 30 years. David Byrne plans to perform his Oscar-nominated song at the Academy Awards. The Talking Heads frontman will be joined by actor Stephanie Hsu and music trio Sun Lux. Their tune, This Is A Life, from the movie Everything, Everywhere, All At Once, is nominated for Best Original Song. The Oscars are March 12th. In New York City, nearly one million residents have diabetes. It's the sixth leading cause of death for adults here. WFUV's Rosie Lentz reports on the so-called Sweet Tooth Act and other ways lawmakers plan to address this ongoing epidemic. On the first of this month, the New York City Council held a hearing to address the growing diabetes epidemic in the city and discuss the implementation of three new bills. This new legislation would include a telemedicine accessibility plan, a diabetes reduction plan, and a required sugar warning label on menus in certain restaurants. Dr. Ashwin Vossen, Commissioner of the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, a key witness at the hearing, said these bills could change the approach to disease in the city. We share the chair's goal in addressing this critical chronic disease, which impacts the quality of life of so many New Yorkers. Intake of added sugars is associated with increased risk of excess weight, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, stroke, heart disease, and cavities. Dr. Vossen said diet-related diseases, like diabetes, are aggravated by disparities in the city which limit access to health-related information. One of the new bills aiming to confront this issue is the Sweet Truth Act. This act will mandate all chain restaurants to mark certain foods with a high sugar warning label. This is not about telling you what you can and can't do. It's telling you how to do it and how to make a good decision for yourself. That's Councilmember Keith Powers, the sponsor for the Sweet Truth Act. He wants the bill to alert people to the dangers of sugar consumption. Diseases like diabetes are silent killers in our city and throughout our country. Councilmember Powers said that just one beverage can contain more than the recommended amount of added sugar for the entire day. 
Dr. Lily Rosenthal, a physical medicine and rehabilitation physician who testified at the hearing, says New Yorkers need to see exactly what is in the foods they consume. 80% of chronic diseases, things like diabetes, cancer, heart disease, are actually reversible and preventable with things such as food, sleep, stress management, movement, vice management, or I'll call it, you know, managing risky behaviors, thing. You know, these are the things that really keep people healthy. But she says education is still only one part of the solution. We need access to the foods that keep us feeling and functioning well and healthy. And then agency, which is actually super important to put the power of health in everybody's hands. Dr. Rosenthal is referencing the accessibility issues that prevent all New Yorkers from buying healthy food. Kelly Moulton, co-convener of the Interfaith Public Health Network and a registered dietitian who also testified at the hearing, has experience working to address the health disparities in the Bronx. And we can't dismantle these food apartheid zones overnight, but we can empower people with information. They can make more informed choices. And that is what this bill would do, is to warn consumers about the health risks of products that can damage their health. Kelly says currently a number of fast food restaurants include more than the recommended daily amount of added sugars in all sizes except the kids' meals. The Sweet Truth bill would enforce restaurants to be transparent about what is in their food. But Kelly says she also hopes the bill will change people's behaviors. I'd also encourage people in these communities to get involved with asking for healthier options to be sold wherever they are buying food and to demand better options from their elected officials. While Dr. Lily Rosenthal agrees that the bill is a good start, she hopes education surrounding preventable diseases like diabetes will continue. It's a good warning label, but it's sort of back-ended. We need to provide also front-end access, education and access for people to make better choices. At this time, the committee has not passed any of the three bills, but they have been laid over for discussion at a future meeting. Until then, advocates continue to emphasize the importance of improving diet and exercise in order to prevent this ongoing epidemic. With WFUV News, I'm Rosie Lentz. The Sweet Tooth Bill has been stalled multiple times, most recently over incomplete information and confusion with labeling. Well, that's it for me and today's What's What Daily News podcast. Check back after 3 o'clock every Monday through Friday for more news, culture, and exclusive features from the WFUV Newsroom. And tell other FUV lovers that they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Robin Shannon. Until next time.